Episode two, Michelle, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Let's All right. do it. Cue the music. Hi, and welcome to Pod Soup with Michelle and Tracy, fueling our podcast obsession by producing a podcast about podcasts. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Michelle. What podcasts are we reviewing this week? I have How I Built This by NPR, and I have Case File. And I'm reviewing uh, The Real Thing, one of the Radio National podcasts, and I've got a new true crimes podcast for you that you haven't heard of before. <gasps> oh, that's exciting. It's called Up and Vanished. Great. It's good. All right, over to you. So the first one I have is called How I Built This. It's by NPR. It's an American podcast. Its host is Guy Raz. It's about how some of the most iconic companies and brands were built. He interviews the most amazing entrepreneurs in the world, talks about how they start at the bottom and have made their way to earning billions of dollars all over the world. He talks about the struggles and failures these entrepreneurs faced starting companies like, for example, if you heard of Dermalogica. It's a fairly successful, well, very successful skincare brand. Yep. Uh, the music mogul L.A. Reid, who you might not have heard of. I hadn't heard of him, but he signed up most famous musicians that you would have heard of, like Pink and yep. Usher and Whitney Houston. Yes. Yes. Uh, and Samuel Adams Beer, the founder of Samuel Adams Beer. And also another one that I've loved is the Cliff Bar, which is a, a famous protein bar that a lot of sportsmen eat. But here's a snippet from Sarah Blakely. She's the founder of Spanx. Oh, I've heard of Spanx. Do you have some Spanx? <laughs> no. God, what? No. You don't have Spanx? I live in Spanx. It's a billion-dollar international company, for those who don't know, who are making women around the world feel good with vigor-shaping undergarments that suck you in in all the right places. She went from selling fax machines door-to-door, which she really didn't like, and uh, she eventually ended up having her product in most of the women's top drawers around the world. All right, let's have a listen. I'm Sarah Blakely, the founder and owner of Spanx. As in Spanx, the undergarment. My product was all about the rear end, and so the word Spanx was kind of naughty and kind of funny and a little bit risky. But back in the 1990s, when Sarah Blakely came up with the idea, she was not joking around. I was basically coming in and disrupting an entire industry who had been looking at something in one way. They were making hosiery to be seen on the leg. And I knocked on their door and said, guys, it's actually going to be hidden under clothes. It's a new type of undergarment. Seeing an opportunity like she did and banging on someone's door is the starting point to all of the stories presented on this podcast. It's very well edited. It's easy to listen to. And it's really inspiring, especially for someone like me who comes up with a new business idea every week. Let me give you another snippet of one of my favorite episodes. This one comes from the founder of Airbnb. This one started when a side hustle to pay rent led Joe Gebbia, the founder, to own more rooms than the biggest hotel chain in the world. It starts when he is an art student and gets a letter from his landlord and his rent has gone up by heaps. And he's thinking, how's he going to pay his rent this month? So he goes back home. He has a garage sale, sells all his stuff, and then he meets this guy. The day before that I, I drove cross country, I sold off all my stuff. And when I was having that yard sale, this guy, guy pulls up in this, the red Mazda Miata. And he starts looking at my stuff. And I'm getting pretty annoyed because I'm ready to go home. But he ends up buying a piece of art that I was selling. So we get to talking. And he tells me all about 
how he's about to go into the Peace Corps and he's driving cross country and he doesn't know a soul in Providence. So I invite him out for a drink that night. And I make the mistake of asking him, so where are you staying tonight? And he makes it worse by saying, actually, I don't have a place. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, man. You I mean, what him, do you do? Yeah, you have to give him a place. Like, we've all been there, right? Yeah. Like, do I host this guy? So before I know what I'm saying, I'm like, hey, you can stay on an airbed in my living room. So that night I set him up in the living room and I, I, I go to bed and I try to fall asleep. I'm staring at the ceiling thinking, oh, my God. What have I done? There's a complete stranger in my living room. Yeah. What if he's psychotic? So I get up, I tiptoe to my door, and I lock my bedroom door. So this guy who he's still in touch with inspired what was to become Airbnb. So, Michelle, subscribe or dip in and out of this one or life's too short to waste your time? I love this one. I have subscribed to it. It's probably not for everyone, but for anyone inspiring to start a business, it's definitely something to listen to. What have you got for us, Tracy? I've been listening to a new ABC podcast through Radio National. It's a podcast put together by Tim Nicastri and Mike Williams. Mm -hmm. And they are doing a podcast where they're in search of the real Australia. So a lot of it is on the road, a lot of interviews. It comes out fortnightly. And there's been some interesting episodes. There was one or two I listened to early on and I wasn't sure, but I'm glad I persevered with it. Mm. There was an interview with... Mary Lunig. Oh, actually, I did listen to that one. I love that story. Gives you a bit of an insight into the family life of That was the really Lunigs. interesting, actually. She's very different to her brother. Very different. She's got a real dark side. Michael Lunig. I just thought she was actually hilarious. <laughs> Mary's drawings are explosive, visceral. You do not forget them. She deals in humour and human flesh. My um, celebrity brother, Lunig, Michael Lunig, and I've shot him in the bum and out this side, of course, is coming the devil's tail and, and the poo in, in the shape of dollar signs and, and that's probably his intestines in the shape of dollar signs and there's his penis right there. And I just recently listened to just another couple of ones. I listened to an episode called Halfway and Home. Mm -hmm. And this one is set in Talcutta, which Mm. is halfway between Melbourne and Sydney. It's a place where truckies change over. So it's got quite a reputation as a truckie stop. I think some years ago there was some big flood there and trucks got bogged and the community really looked after the truckies. Hard run between Sydney and Melbourne yesterday. In the really early days, this was a pretty rough old road, like it was a major highway. There was no asphalt in the road them days. We're talking the days before trucks came with sleeper cabs. On this particular afternoon in Tarkata, it was raining. Well, Tarkata was the halfway mark. Halfway. Between Melbourne and Sydney. Between Sydney and Melbourne. Fuel up, enjoy a coffee, continue on. It rained so much that the water started to rise swallowed the dirt highway. We had a flood here. And the trucks couldn't get through and they were bogged. No one's old enough to have actually been there, but they all remember. What they call the Tarkata bog. The whole town came out to help the truckies. And everyone was got treated like family. Fed us and looked after us and there. Yeah, week of 10 days here. Never since then, 
Tarkat has always looked after us. And that history's never been forgotten. All the old guys told us as we grew up, the halfway and the home of truckies, Tarkat. Anyway, about 20 years ago, a memorial was put up there for truckies who have died. Mm. And every year they have a memorial ceremony where relatives and friends of truckies go to meet, they have a ceremony, they reflect on the person that they've lost. Mm. And it's quite a serious episode. There's a lot of humour in the episode as Mm. well. Mm. And would you subscribe? Yeah, definitely. It's it's a good one for me. It comes out fortnightly. The episodes are 25 to 30 minutes and it's really entertaining. Every episode's very different. So on balance, they're really well done and I enjoy them. I really love listening to Aussie podcasts too. You know, just the Aussie accent or something. Oh, good. Okay. All right. Next one. So the next one I've got is Case File, and you know it's my favourite one. I know it's your favourite. And you know I love true crime. That's another Aussie one. You love it, but you hate it. It just freaks you out. It does freak me out completely. But I am addicted all the same. This is where fact is scarier than fiction. It is true crime, and it is Australian, and it looks at mostly Australian cases, although there are a few from the UK, USA, and Europe. The host is anonymous. Maybe he doesn't want to be hunted down by the criminals he's talking about. I don't know. But each episode explores a new case, uh, the shocking, the strange and the unsolved is the quote from the podcast. Many of them are famous stories and you would have heard about some of them on the news growing up. Some are from way back in the 1940s all the way to recent incidents that have happened. I wasn't growing up in the 1940s. (laughs) I didn't mean that. Um, If the first... The thing is, the first scary introduction noise, Mm. if that doesn't put you off, then you're doing well. It is quite chilling, and I actually have to skip over it every time now. I can't listen to it. It's quite a confronting podcast, and it's a bit disturbing because it is about really terrible crime, you know, awful Mm. cases. Um, So what are some of the famous ones? Snowtown Murders. Do you remember that one? Yes. I mean, that's just awful. I think a movie's been made about that too. Actually, I listened to that episode and it was really hard to keep track of all the horrible people and all of the murders. Yes, yeah. There's a lot of people involved with that one too. Mm. Uh, So that one's not for everyone. The other one is the Catholic Mafia which is something that's current in Australian news at the moment with Cardinal Pell and the sexual abuse that's happened in the Catholic Church. So that was kind of close to home um, in that it's in the media a lot at the moment. So I found that one interesting. Let's have a listen to an episode. This is the first episode I ever listened to for Case Fire, and it did get me hooked. Uh, just be aware that this episode was before their audio improved and they've definitely improved their audio. It sounds much better now. Mm-hmm. This one's called The Summerton Man. On the 1st of December 1948, the body of a man was located along the seawall of Summerton Beach, just near Adelaide in South Australia. At first the case received very little media attention and the police thought it was a pretty straightforward matter. A natural death on the beach, no big deal. Just had to ID the body and it would all be over. But as the weeks and months went on, it soon became apparent that this case was anything but straightforward and the further you dug into it, the deeper it went. To this day, we don't know who he is, we don't know where he came from, and we don't know how he died. Welcome to the mysterious case of the Summerton Man. 
So you can see it's a no frills approach, has like a dry toned voice without much expression, but in some way it's kind of appropriate for the grim details he's telling you about. Mm. So it's currently 33 on iTunes, but it has been in the top 10 the last month. And it's worth a listen, but not for those easily scared and perhaps not for those who still want to be able to go running along your local (laughs) secluded walking track without looking over your shoulder every few minutes. I'm getting such visual here. Yes, (laughs) like me. Good. Good. So subscribe to this one. Well, I definitely subscribe. I can't wait for the next episode. It comes out weekly. Yeah, yep, definitely. So do you have another one, Tracy? I do. I've got a surprise for you. Ooh. I've got a new true crime one that <gasps> I know crime. you haven't heard of. Wow. This one's called Up and Vanished. Sounds good. It's an investigative podcast that explores the unsolved disappearance of a Georgian beauty queen and high school teacher called Tara. They say Tara instead of Tara. Oh. Tara Grinstead. Oh, it sounds good. It's, it's good. Um, Payne Lindsay is the narrator of the podcast. He's actually a film director and he was hunting around for a topic, hunting around cold cases. He wanted a topic that he could make a documentary out of. Okay, so here's a little taste of Up and Vanished. Like a lot of people, I have been pretty obsessed with the podcast Serial and the Netflix series Making a Murderer. And I thought to myself, what if I made one of those? So I literally just went to Google and started searching. I'm from Atlanta, so I wanted to find a case that was local that I could actually investigate. I eventually ended up on the website for the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, and they have a top 10 list of unsolved crimes in Georgia. The first one I saw was a missing persons case. A girl named Tara Grinstead had been missing for over 10 years now, and they had no suspects, and they had no leads. Needless to say, I was instantly fascinated. Towards the end, he rings his grandma, who actually lives in this place near Georgia, and this actually gives you a feel for the podcast, the people he interviews, because they're all from down south. (laughs) These gorgeous Georgian accents. Anyway, his grandma talking to him about how she might be able to um, help him out with the investigation. So I'm working on this new documentary, and um, it's actually about this girl who went missing about 10 years ago in the town of Osceola. Her name was Tara yeah. Grinstead. Do you ever remember hearing about that? I do. I certainly do. And, it's you know, Osceola is only about uh, 25 to 30 minutes from here. Yeah. Um, what do you remember about that as far as, like, what were people saying when that happened? I'll ask around a few, uh, a few people that might remember. In fact, I'll call my friend who lives in Osceola. Okay. And I'll ask her. She'll know. I'll call her right now. Awesome. And I'll call you back, okay? Okay, that sounds great. Okay. All right, bye-bye. And sure enough, 10 minutes later. All right. My friend's name, her first name is Melba. M-E-L-B-A. That is her first name. Okay. Let me tell you what she did tell me. I'll tell you right quick. So that one's pretty slick, highly stylized, very Hollywood. I love mm. the accents. Yeah, it's great. I love it. Um, very film noir, that sort of 40s, mm, it 50s. It is very highly produced, isn't it? It's it very is. different to Case File, for example. <laughs> it is. But I found it really entertaining and it grew on me as I started listening and I'm in the middle of binging it. Right. So, yeah. Okay, I better get onto that then. Yeah. So you would subscribe? Subscribe and binge it, I would say. And binge it. Okay, we should have a new level. Subscribe and binge. (laughs) Yeah. That's all from me. Great. All right, then. So, Tracy, that's another podcast done. 
I'll teach you some specs. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. That's so good. I'll show you. Yeah, I'll show you. Don't do much.